0: strengthened in their faith and for their jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of jesus as the messiah the son of god
1: good evening to you bless the lord and welcome to for zion's sake we thank you for joining us we're the volks my name is shelley and my name is june hi everyone it's a delight to be with you as we continue a teaching that we started on monday And the teaching is centered on one very significant word that seems to be overlooked in our vocabulary today, as well as reading it in the Bible. That word is nevertheless. In many versions, instead of using the word nevertheless, the Bible says despite, but, or yet. And I encourage you, if you haven't heard the programs from Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, go to our website and get the podcast, because I think... Nevertheless, could be a life-changing word for all of us because that is part of God's eternal nature. And we went through scriptures and I encourage you to study these scriptures. We started with 1 Corinthians 15, 19. From the Old Testament, we looked at Nehemiah chapter nine, particularly verse 31. We looked at Judges chapter two, verses 11 to 16. We looked at Psalm 106, verses one to eight and verses 39 to 45, and we spoke also from the Old Testament, Jonah chapter 2, verses 1 to 4, and verse 10. All of these had to center around the word nevertheless. In the natural, when reading the Bible, and now I know you can't read it naturally, you have to read it through the eyes of the Spirit and see it and understand that way. It We would say, God, you're so tolerant. It sounded like you were going to destroy Israel, But God is a covenant-keeping God. He's going to keep the covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and one day all Israel shall be saved. Nevertheless, despite their condition that they are today, they are going to become a blessing to the world. So nevertheless is such a key word. And it's very important
2: for the church, since we're living in the church age, that our listeners understand, Shelley, that The Jews that accepted Jesus as the King of the Jews and the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the Son of God, and the Gentiles who believed that Jesus was the Savior of the world, the Son of God, and the Messiah for the Jews, the King of the Jews, the Church has entered into the promises of Israel. And why is that so important, Shelley? Because we too have a promise of eternal life and deliverance from God. And if our condition is the same as Israel, if we're not walking in holiness, walking in faith, walking in a way to trust the Lord for our life every day, The Lord becomes as tolerant with us, and even more so, than he was with Israel. But at the same time, Shelley, sin is judged. And Jesus took our sin upon himself, but he also took the sin of our people upon himself. Because it's a promise in Romans 11.26, when the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, then all Israel shall be saved.
1: Amen. Well, let's go to the New Testament now. And if you have your Bibles or your electronic gear, we're going to be looking at the first chapter in the book of Philippians. I'd like to read out of the King James Version, verses 21 to 24. Remember, Our theme is nevertheless, and we believe if we can get God's understanding of nevertheless, we're going to enter into the eternal realm that God exists. Remember, we have been granted to be partakers of God's nature, and that nature is eternal. And part of that eternal nature allows him to say nevertheless, over and above what we see or think or feel, And over and above what man says, we need to listen and obey the word of God.
2: And that gives us an encouragement, Shelley, because of COVID-19, the world being quarantined for the most part, trying to come out of the quarantine, not knowing how or or how many more will die if the um, virus will take on. Uh, an acceleration, or the heat will actually eliminate the virus we don 't know yes. what 's going to happen, but nevertheless is so important yes, because if we see temporally, if we look at the condition of the world, if we look at all life condition today, naturally speaking it could be very depressing. But if we see God has purpose eternally for everything he allows, he can impart to us an eternal purpose. And even though everything looks horrible, feels horrible, and we can't think past it, nevertheless, he will give us eyes to see eternally and a hope in our heart through his resurrection life in us.
1: Thank you, Lord. Well, Philippians chapter 1, beginning at verse 21. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Junie, what a statement. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose I know not. For I am in a strait, S-T-R-A-I-T, for I am in a strait between the two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. And here's that word. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Junie, what do you say about uh, the man, uh, Paul? He knew what was better. He knew what his desire was, but he put his desires aside, and he says, for me to linger on in the earth is more needful for you. Let me tell you, he chose the flesh by the power of the Holy Spirit to be a servant here on earth.
2: And the problem today, Shelley, is most believers, most Christians would do anything, To save their life and keep living on in the earth. Really? And the truth is, there's um, not the eternal perspective that Paul had, or else he never could have spoken that way. Really? He saw eternity, he experienced
1: Jesus
2: in such a way in his life that he knew it was better. And that's what God is desiring to do for you and me and every one of our listeners. Make it alive in us that his life and eternal purposes is beneficial and greater for us so that we might endure to the end and be saved.
1: What a God we serve. What a God. Wow. You know, tied in with what... Uh, Paul wrote in Philippians let's turn to Romans chapter 8 beginning at verse 12 I'd like to look at verses 12 13 and 14 so then brethren we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh but if you are living according to the flesh you must die but if by the spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Junie, how can, how can anybody not want to embrace this? Again, it's the denial of a self. But when we see denial through the power of nevertheless, it's something that we should welcome, that we would have the fullness of who the Lord is in our beings here on earth.
2: But the truth of the matter is, Shelley, the condition of the world today is an abomination before the eyes of God to take Billy Graham's son who sent beds and men and women who loved the Lord. And built a hospital. Built a hospital. Wanted to serve the people in New York without money. And didn't separate those who live for God or those who were lesbians or homosexuals or murderers or street people or wealthy. They didn't divide who the people were. They wanted to love them and they wanted to help them and equip them for life thrown out. Why? Because the servants, the doctors and nurses and volunteers were all Christians. And they believed in the biblical call of marriage being of one man and one woman. So we need to see that everything in this world opposes God and our flesh and our fallen nature oppose God but we can cry out yes, for the spirit of the Lord we can give God our heart to have his heart and his eyes and live for him and have life Shelly because this world is calling good evil and evil Amen. good and yes. we're told not to do that God
1: have mercy You know, I think of the scripture out of Isaiah 26. When God's judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. By continuing what Paul said in in, uh, Philippians, listen to Galatians chapter six, verses six to eight. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that he shall also reap. For he that sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. So we see, shall he, nevertheless.
2: Nevertheless. If we reap to the flesh.
1: It's corruption.
2: Nevertheless. Nevertheless. If we reap and sow to the spirit.
1: We shall reap life everlasting. Eternity, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would impart, nevertheless, which is part of God's nature into Junie and me, our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and to every one of the listeners listening in, that we would partake of that nature of God that would say, nevertheless.
2: Not my will, but thy will
1: be done. Let it be done, and let it all bring glory to your name, in which we name Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And...